Hello again, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hi, Jim Dudley. Welcome back. Jim, um, it, according to Leoka data, um, uh, 72 police officers were killed during traffic stops in the 10-year period between 2004 and 2014. Um, obviously, the traffic stop is one of the kind of most commonly done um, I'm never going to use the word routine, but most frequently done activities. It's a self-initiated activity. So that means that the law enforcement officer has a significant amount of control at at least the beginning portion of the stop. And then things can go any number of ways once it's once it's done. You know, you can you can determine where to do the stop. You can um, you can call in your your location before the stop is even affected. Um, you can uh, do a pa- passenger side approach, a driver side approach, depending upon terrain or traffic. Um, you can utilize the B pillar of the car on either side for a little bit of uh, a little bit of um, I wouldn't say cover, but a little bit of making it difficult for the the, the subject to see you. Um, you could use the wall of light technique and just throw a whole bunch of light at the rearview mirrors. Um, I, I was at a, a conference not too long ago, and um, I heard a really interesting um, indicator uh, that a subject might be uh, looking to um, harm you on a traffic stop. Uh, Thomas Jackson of the Nevada Highway Patrol, uh, he showed us a video in which um, the driver didn't turn off their turn signal. Um, and he said that that was a, an indicator to him that the subject was thinking so hard about the attack that he didn't think about, you know, things like the turn in, turn signal. Another one, of course, would be the, you know, the brake lights are still on. You might have a runner there. You know, the wheels turned into traffic. You might have a runner there. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you guys talked about? Well, early on in, in traffic stop training, we were always taught to approach the vehicle on your terms. Just like you said, mm. pick the grade pick the stop, uh, pick the lighting, uh, pick the angle of the cars. Uh, don't let the driver make you stop. So that's why you'll hear sometimes on the freeway, um, uh, the, the PA, the loudspeaker saying, keep going, keep going, pull over to the right, up ahead. And that's to get the, the officer's vantage to, to be the best. So uh, the next step was to make your approach um, Feel the vehicle, make sure there's nobody moving around in the trunk or the back seat, and approach with your eye on the driver at all times. So the wall of light, that was one of the advantages that we used. Mm-hmm. We lit them up, both spotlights, and as we approached, if it was nighttime, we put the flashlight in the rearview mirror so they couldn't see you approaching. Um, if you look for who's doing the most traffic stops and who's doing them the best. I would say regardless of what state you're in and maybe you would disagree with me, but I would go with the highway patrol of your state. They do the car stops the most, they do them all the time. They have a relatively low incidence. But I think whoever's pulling the stop, I think we're we're banking on the probabilities. We're banking on the probability that there's only a driver, that they don't want to do you harm and that they're right-handed. And with those things in mind, you have to really keep uh, an open mind to the alternative possibilities of the left-handed driver, somebody who's armed, somebody who's waiting for you to get close so they can do you harm. So you really have to keep the what-if possibilities in mind, even if 99% of the time the person 
uh, that you pull over is just hoping that they don't get a ticket. That may be the biggest tip. Don't let the 99% of things going well lull you into a false sense of complacency and a false sense of security. Tra treat all of your traffic stops as if something bad could go happen. Do your when-then thinking.